Hello, hello. Maybe if it was your penis, <laughs> you'd get banned. Room Radio is on the air, you motherfuckers. I am back for another week of goddamn horror goodness. My name is Darian. I am the pirate of this captain. The captain of this pirate ship. Fucking fuck. Should not have had that third shot. Or maybe the fourth. Either one. Uh, Guess what, bitches? I am not alone tonight. Miss Monica is in the house. I made it. You're alive, baby doll. You are alive. (laughs) Holy shit, man. What's up with you? How are you? Uh, well, I'm here. You are uh, here. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on, okay, but what, I'm here. Okay, so give us a medical minute, <laughs> but if you can make it like a medical 30 seconds, that would be even better. Uh, okay. Uh, Diverticulitis, yes or no? Yes, that's still there. Okay, back problems, yes uh, or no? Yes, that's there. Shit. Need back surgery again. Again? Fuck. I won't do it. Okay. Uh, let's see. They found a lump in my breast. God damn it. We're going to leave that Isn't there. Isn't that what breasts are for? <laughs> Should I? Do you need me to examine the lump on your breasts? I mean, I, I have known. I'm like a, an expert of breast lumps. So if you want to pop them out, go right ahead. I'll I tried. I tried, like, feeling it. I'm like, where is it? Like, well, I was pushing around I everywhere. I think Buddy and I should have a feel just to make sure. Yeah. Buddy is also in the house. Why don't you do one and, and I'll hold the other? Yeah. Oh, wait, I found something. That's right. We, are, yeah. we got we to be thorough. Buddy. Yeah, that's right. Buddy, you are also back in the house. What I am. You? Oh, not much. Uh, it's not about me. It's about Monica. She totally. hasn't been here in a while. Absolutely. <laughs> Monica, it's been like a year, kiddo. I know. The dogs? God. They're all alive? They're all alive. Okay. My That's one good. problem child is going to be going in for surgery again. Shit. Wow. Yeah. What's what? So, does, how many paws does he have at this point? He's Well, he's got four and a half. Four and a, four and a half? Four and a yeah. half. He grew an extra one? No, I'm sorry. Three and a half. <laughs> three and a half. <laughs> yeah, three and a half. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. He well he's got four, but half. Okay. So, yeah. So, half of that was removed. Right. And now we got to work on his tumors that okay. he has. Oh, man. Oh, so Jesus. So, we'll get that taken care of. Okay. How's yeah. mom doing? She's uh, 50-50. 50-50. Yeah, she's going to... She's so... 100. She, she had her. Well, it's a fifty chance she's going to die. Fifty chance that yeah. she's going to live. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah, she had her heart stents put in. Okay. So now we got to do the uh, colon surgery. So um, okay. Yeah, we got to remove. We got to remove the tumor. 
you get is she just gonna have okay so my dad had colon con- colon cancer right before uh-huh. he died um that wasn't his official cause of death but um back then we're talking 2009 ish you mm-hmm. had some options yes you could a remove the colon mm-hmm. which you don't need but it's gonna fuck up your day big time mm. or b do a pellet kind of a thing with chemo where they shoot radioactive pellets into the uh, the colon to, to get it cleaned out I don't I don't want to see your mom's asshole babe. That, I'm well, sorry well that's so this, no. this wow thanks the, for showing me this, pictures this is the uh, the start of the colonoscopy actually that and looks like a fleshlight this is how it should look <laughs> I want my money back <laughs> yeah and then this is the actual tumor okay so so it's there's a blockage. See that little itty bitty hole there? Yeah, that's what she's pooping out of, right? That's now. the little itty bitty end of that big hole. Okay, that's how oh, big man. the um, the tumor is. That's kind of reminds me yeah. of hemorrhoids. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. So, so are they giving her the option of chemo? Is what I'm asking. No, we don't. We haven't gotten that far yet. Okay. So they're gonna just go in, uh, remove that spot, so the colon back together. So they're just gonna even. They're not even gonna fuck with chemo. They're just gonna remove that the colon. We don't know till they actually take it out. Okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Once it's removed. Okay. Well, it's then, not a death sentence. Yeah. When's that we, scheduled for? Well, fourteenth, the fourteenth of this month is her surgery uh, pre-op, uh-huh. and then we get the surgery scheduled or consultation. Right. Very so cool. So it should be this month. Well, she's not dead. Yeah, she's yeah. not. We dead. We got that going for us. Mm-hmm. All right, Ooh. inmates. That's our That's horror a quick, show. Quick update. Yeah. <laughs> we, we got a regular horror show to get into here, kids. We got. It's great to news. have you back. It's great yeah, to have you back, Tell me Monica. more. Tell me some horror news. I'm going to tell you some horror news, baby doll. Incidentally, you can look for Miss Monica's return early 2024 <laughs> following this show. Don't expect don't expect her to be back anytime soon. Uh, here comes some horror news, you maniacs. Horror news booyah buddy you got anything yeah so hocus pocus vinyl figure from kid robot includes all three sanderson sisters okay in fact while you were waiting for hocus pocus 2 uh coming this halloween season it'll be here before you know it kid robot and disney have joined forces for a brand new collection of vinyl figures and yeah so those are going to be out quarter four this year for the life of me i will never understand the love of hocus pocus me either monica i don't know it's a it's a kid's movie um i'm just i just can't i just can't maybe i was too old when i saw it maybe i gotta rewatch it i'm not i try my kids watched it they Uh even they kind of gave like a a shoulder (laughs) shrug mind you these are kids that have grown up on leatherface and things of that nature yeah (gasps) I don't get the whole fan base behind it. I don't. It, I don't understand it. I mean, unless there's just kids out there that just can't stand horror movies. Well, this is the closest as I'll get. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I get that. But there's like grown ass men out there, like our age, that are oh hocus pocus. I gotta have it. That's nah, oh probably the God. three ladies. Oh, their breasts are almost popping out. Okay, oh. well that, we have websites right. for that, my friends. Mm-hmm. You know where they actually do pop out. The <laughs> only good looking one is the chubby lady. Bette Midler? No, no, the other one. the brunette one. I will say a young Sarah Jessica Parker heavily made up the way she was. 
with the buxom, uh, what do you call that? Where the, Corset? Yeah, that thing. Not bad. Easy on the eyes. Yeah. I mean, she's not going to save the movie, but no. yeah, it's all right. Okay, what else you got, big guy? Uh, three different Leatherface figures on the way from Trick or Treat Studios. That's right. Today marks day two of the week-long Troy Fair, Toy Fair in 2022. Celebration Thick Trick or Treat Studios. Today's virtual reveals unleashed. The one-sixth scale of Leatherface line brings the horror icon to your toy shelf with three different figures. Each figure comes with alternate hands and movie-accurate chainsaw accessories. <laughs> I've seen them. Yeah, you can pre-order expected in summer of 2022. Sure. Okay. It would be cool if the little mini chainsaws actually turned (laughs) on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be pretty cool. (laughs) Well, I have a Leatherface beat-off chick, a pinup girl over here. Yes, much more attractive than these figures. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Her boobs are popping out of her shirt and her bra's undone. Yeah. So I would rather have one of those... (laughs) <laughs> I bet you I paid a lot more for that fucking thing than any of those. Yeah, there's no price yet. Yeah. I'm all sure right. it's coming out. Excellent. All right, that's all I got. What do you got? Hey, now, are we ready for what we do in the shadows season four? Yeah. Because it has already been filmed. Uh, season three isn't even done airing on TV yet. Right. Season four is locked and loaded. Nice. It's, it's ready to go. Mm. I'm into that. I haven't seen season three yet. Me either. Uh, I got to get caught up. There, I got a whole list of fucking shows. I like to I wait till the whole up. season's out before I watch That way you can rock it through them, yeah. right? And not have to wait for next week and all mm-hmm. that shit. I'm into that too. Because I'm a lazy bitch. Right. That is what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want to. Save time. Watch you know, it all and in then, one. Like, I Just have take the, a day off. And I have the attention span of like a house fly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So week to week, I'm going to forget what the fuck was going on. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what it is. Speaking of shows I need to get caught up on, The Boys... Are we all caught up on The Boys? No. Okay, me neither. Uh, the Boys presents Diabolical, which is a animated anthology that takes place within The Boys universe with like all the derelict superheroes. Hmm. Um, it's animated, but it's supposed to be just as gory as the, the regular show. You lost me at anime. Mm-hmm. No, I, I didn't say anime. I said it was animated. Yeah. 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 You lost me at animation, You too. can't handle cartoons? No, I'm it's not It's a good a thing fan. you weren't here last week. <laughs> uh, speaking of cartoons, kind of, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis oh. is set to direct an adaptation of her graphic novel, Mother Nature. I read the synopsis. I have not read the graphic novel. She co-wrote the graphic novel. It's being adapted into a movie that she's going to direct. So uh, it has to do with a sm- it's very Resident Evil-esque. Uh, okay. You have a small town that is heavily dependent on this big corporation and a teenage girl that is feeling her green piece, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to protest in this, sh- all that shit. Mm. So she sneaks into the corporation one night and finds out that they're doing some radical testing on things and mm-hmm. horror, horror ensues from there. My friends, that does sound resident evilish, very <laughs> resident evilish. If you ask me, mm-hmm. uh, what else we got here? Toby Hooper's life force. Oh, we've seen that mm-hmm. naked floating vampires from outer, outer space. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It's getting the uh, Scream Factory Blu-ray treatment. Ooh. So that'll probably be, that'll probably set you back about 60 bucks, <laughs> but you'll have all kinds of naked spe- special features and interviews and all that stuff. Yeah. All right. So there's that something to look forward to. Uh, speaking of weird shit to look forward to, have you guys played a video game 
called Twisted Metal. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. knows it. Everybody mm-hmm. loves it. Uh, Twisted Metal series starring Anthony Mackie is coming to Peacock. Interesting. Yeah. That's going to be like the game? I assume so, in some way. Mm-hmm. Sweet Tooth, remember that guy? Yeah. The ice cream truck. Mm-hmm. Mr. Grimm. Oh, yeah. Back before I sold my Harley Davidson to Monica's husband, mm-hmm. I had planned on painting it up like <laughs> Mr. Grimm's bike. Oh, yeah? Yeah. This would be a cool show if there's hot dudes in it. Anthony Mackie. I don't know who that is. He is Falcon from the Avengers. I don't watch the Avengers. Uh, black guy, <laughs> uh, wings. Oh, he flies. Yeah. Um, he, like oh, I said, hot guy. Uh, he was in one of your cop movies too. Uh, I forget which one. I think I I'm picturing who you're. He's uh, he um, he looks good with a shirt off, as I recall. Anthony, I'm going to IMDb him right now. Mackie. Yep, that's the guy I thought. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, no, thank you. No, thank you. No. Look at him. He's a handsome guy. He is. Yeah, okay. All right, then. <laughs> that's like uh, the parole officer started uh, watching and binged watched uh, Reacher. Okay. Have you seen Reacher? I've seen the previews for Have it. you seen the guy? He's a big dude. Yeah, he's like, I can't believe you don't like this show. And I'm like, well, it would help if they put a hot guy. And he's like, look at him. You don't body. think he's hot? Yeah. No. You have weird taste in no. men, my dear. You need like neck tattoos and black teeth. I'm to get still you all over Tom Hardy. Okay. Well, speaking of Tom Hardy, let's do some listener mail, shall we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the parole officer loves that guy. He's very Frankenstein. Listener mail. Yeah, buddy. We got some emails and some voicemails. Okay, we got emails and voicemails and all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, Let's start things off in jolly old England. Here comes the horror slut herself. Cat is in the house. Hey, cat. Subject line, special guests. Evening gent, gents, and or special guests. I do hope everyone is staying safe and healthy this week. I have been wondering who it might be. Perhaps a bearded man in black? Educate, you are Coherence. <laughs> have you guys seen Coherence? Uh-huh. Yeah. What would you think of that movie? I think we did it for the show. Yeah. Once upon a time, right? Was mm-hmm. that the one with the dinner party? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not a bad concept. It's okay. I felt like everybody at that party was a pretentious snob. Yes. To me. That was just my... Mm-hmm opinion it was good though i rather enjoyed this one i'm looking forward to the team fights and hearing who everyone picks have a wonderful night everyone time for me to get my shift started cat thanks for writing in cat yeah thanks cat. thanks uh let's get right back here to since you brought it brought up that movie yeah I, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, you, but no. Now it's in my head. Okay. What was the name of the most recent movie that came out where there was um, a dinner party because the world was coming to an end because of a cloud of uh, a cloud came in carrying this virus and you were going to die of a violent death. So Whoa. people were killing themselves. You caught me on that one. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I haven't heard oh, of this. Oh, wow. I it's, just watched it. It sounds um, vaguely like The Invitation, but that oh, was a death cult dinner That was a death cult, yeah. No, we just watched and it. And then there was um, a stand remake. Yeah. 
Oh, shit. I'll think of the okay. actress that played in it and tell you guys. Okay. But that's what Coherence reminded me of. All right. Sure. Hmm. Uh, let's get right back here to Reno, Nevada. Here comes the cowboy. Hey, cowboy. Subject line, food horror. Ooh. Evening padded room. Hope everyone is doing well and made it in tonight. Really mm-hmm. quick tonight, his work is still insane. Educate your coherence. Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. I dug the movie and the idea, and I might have to watch it again soon. Darian, I'll text you tomorrow about the shirt and such, and if you have time when we meet up, I'll even buy you a beer. That a boy, cowboy. Mm. Uh, I've been planning on I've been planning on the April movies, and remember hearing a comment about food horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. As if I haven't had enough of this tomato horseshit. Oh, right. <laughs> In case you guys haven't been listening, oh, the yeah. reigning champion of the Terror Dome is a tomato. Oh, Tomato. Right. Yeah. I love tomatoes. Great. They love you, Monica. I know they do. Why couldn't there be a bacon villain? <laughs> Fucking. Uh, how about a set of golf clubs? <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> That'll be the next Terradome champion. Uh, with the food horror movies, so I've been looking. Haha. Now, if anyone has any recommendations, I'm always willing to hear them out. Didn't get a chance to watch much this week, but I did get some Dead by Daylight in. Nice. Darian, have you prestige ranked any characters yet? I'm thinking about it for the new outfit. Ha ha. Oh, you can do that just like Call of Duty, huh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Once you get level 50, then you have the option of restarting, but you'll get you'll unlock a new outfit right. thing. Okay. Uh, Cowboy, I think I have five survivors prestige to max. Huh. Um I'm working on a killer now, but I'm not going to tell you which one. Oh, really? In case I run into you there, cowboy, <laughs> out on the uh, the field there. Back to the grind. Hope everyone has a great week. Catch you on the flip, cowboy. Yeah. Right on, cowboy. Thanks for writing in, big dog. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Let me take a look at the junk folder and see if anybody got junked this week. As is wont to happen... Nope, nobody in the junk folder. Let's get into some voicemails here, shall we? Oh, yeah. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Let's see what we got going on here. Let's start things off down in good old Alabama with our main man, Alan. Hey, Alan. What's up? What's up, Alan? You're coherent. You got me. Um, I really can't believe, like, a tomato is a pterodome champion that's just retarded yep anyway teams man i don't know if i should go serious or retarded i have to think about that i mean yeah anyway y'all have a good one bye you too alan bye-bye there's no need to get stupid with the teams all right we got for the most part thus far everybody has taken like a real horror villain in the teams so let's try to keep it that way and let's not uh you know i'm not gonna write uh i'm not seriously i'm not gonna write about golf clubs and how they're going to win the Terradome. Because that, it's just, it's, I can't. I'm not going to do it. I already, I just spent the last eight weeks, or no, long, 16 weeks actually, writing about fucking tomatoes. Okay? Yeah. You know how hard it is to make tomatoes like. A legend? Sound like, <laughs> sound like they can somehow uh, defeat Pyramid Head. Did anybody have the tomato? Yeah, Kevin. Oh, Kevin yeah. in Japan. <laughs> Fucking asshole that he is. And you know what? If huh. you're going to get silly, I just realized that um, the turkey from Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. 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 should yeah. be 
in there because technically he's been in three movies. That's, you're right. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Don't give them any ideas. <laughs> I already have Tony down for rabbits because of this stupid shit movie really? that we're about to do. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I have to give it to him because Night of the Lepus and then, uh, what was that? Uh, uh, Beaster Day, Beaster Sunday, Beaster Day. Oh, Beaster Day. Yeah, that dumb shit fucking. Oh, God, fuck. that's a fantastic How movie. How dare you? How the dare mayor. you? You know what? You're banned for another year. The Get out of here. is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Miss Monica, here comes your pod boyfriend. All the way from Southern California, it's Mr. Tom Hardy. Ooh, Tom Hardy. Hey, hey, yo, padded room. How's my favorite degenerates this week? We're here. Hope everyone yeah. is doing well. We made it. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Mr. Brock. Yes, sir. Let me get the uh, Xenomorph for the. Um, they are already taken, for the my teams, friend. For the teams, Paradome, you know. Uh, even though without wings, I still think they can do some oh, damage. Oh, we're still, still um, on the wings thing. Hey, huh? real quick, wanted to just mention something about uh, last week. You were you were mentioning like, hey, you know what? You don't have to like the uh, the message of the movie or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The politics of the flick to to like the flick. Right. And I gotta I gotta be honest, with you, I totally agree with you. Sure. I totally agree with you on that point. My my contention with uh, that flick, the new Texas Chainsaw, was the flick itself. Okay. Um, no, I'm not, yeah. The politics and all that, you know what, if you want to make a movie with a message, that's perfectly fine and good. Sure. Just make sure you make a good movie. And I don't give a fuck what your message is, you know what, I'll just enjoy the flick and I'll agree or disagree or maybe you make such a quality flick, you know what, you actually changed my opinion. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's definitely not what I'm seeing happening with that new Texas chainsaw flick. Okay. However, all right. one of the things that you had mentioned, and maybe I missed it, was maybe it was more satire than I than I caught. You know what I mean? Maybe, hmm. maybe the whole flick is more of a satire, and it just kind of went over my head. I could see hey, that. Hey, I'm willing to admit if it did. You know what? Sure. Um, but at this point, I'm not ready to go back and give it another shot to see if that's the case. Let it Just my opinion. a little bit. Anyway, I'll, real quick on the what are you looking at department. Yeah, what do you got? I did get to catch a couple of flicks. Uh, I, I mean, everyone's seen Silence of the Lambs. But of course. It's it been a long time since I've seen that flick, and, man, I forgot how, how good it was, man, especially that, that ending scene where, uh, you know, you think that uh, the SWAT team is going to uh, – to the Buffalo Bills house, but uh, yeah. really they're going the wrong place, and Clarice <laughs> yeah. ends up at the right place. <laughs> great flick, man. If you haven't seen it in a while, totally recommend checking it out again. Totally. And uh, the other thing I got to catch, and see, this is my point, right? Ghost of Mars. Come on, that's a bad movie, but it doesn't, it doesn't try, it doesn't dress itself up like a no. good movie, yeah. you know, and it doesn't take itself too seriously. It's just a fun little flick. Sure. Anyway, that's all I got. Hope all is well. Love you like family. Bye now. Bye-bye. Love you too, Tom Hardy. Have you guys seen the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre? No. Mm-hmm. No, you have not. Monica, mm-hmm. what did you think? Was it that bad? Was it really that bad? The kill scenes were fantastic. Okay. Uh, what didn't you like about it? 
the whole storyline. What's wrong with it? So I am supposed to, so I am sitting there with an open mind, realizing that I'm supposed to forget about every Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie in between. Except the first one. Except the first one. And uh, they had some really bad fuck-ups in there, like the chick. What, what was her name, Sally? Which one? Oh, the, Sally Hardesty? The, yeah. The survivor. Yeah, yeah. Okay, she's like fucking 80 years old, and uh, Leatherface is like 40. Okay. What the... F- so, so... <laughs> yeah. They, well, they tried, they tried to fix that with some dialogue at the beginning. If you're watching the beginning and you're paying close attention to that documentary reel that's running in the uh-huh. gas station, they said that Bubba Sawyer, <laughs> at the time of the 1973 crime, was supposed to be between the age of 15 and 20. So, it, I know, I know, we're reaching. <laughs> okay, we're, we're okay, reaching I'll here. give him even if he was 17. Okay, so that would put him roughly in his early 60s at this point. Uh, man, he moves fantastically. He sure does. Wow. He sure does, doesn't he? <laughs> Look at him. He's great. He does, uh, he does uh, CrossFit. Oh, oh, and, oh okay. and, and the bus scene? Yeah. Oh, my God. What did, that was the best part. Okay, nobody thought about, like, opening the window and getting the fuck out while the people at the front are getting massacred. Oh, I'm just going to stand here and wait till it the was, last second. It was some kind of a designer bus. I don't know that it had, like, the rear opening. And she the, opened the window. The window's open. Only, everybody's got their fucking phone out. I know. That's why they all deserved it. They all deserved it. I think that it. was kind of the message behind it. I, that, I would agree. And I would also agree with Tom Hardy as far as political messaging goes. What was the message? Uh, Did I miss it? I th- the, the message that I got away with was fuck uh, cancel culture and everybody with their cell phones and social media. And uh, fuck you gun control people. And uh, basically fuck the left, I think, is the, the, the all. I mean, the whole thing started over oh, a Confederate flag. I could be in flag. so much trouble right now let's, if I said what I really thought. Let's just take it easy. <laughs> I'm already in Facebook jail. I don't need my, my sentence extended. Um, oh, that, that was the messaging that I got, especially like the scene where she's crawling and the sewage pipe opens and a bunch of shit yeah. dumps on her head. Like, yeah, I got you. <laughs> now, it, my in in my like the 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 I guess the dividing line for me is whether or not I realize that somebody is force feeding me their own political agenda. Uh, Fidi Alvarez was producer on this one, and I know from at least from what I've read on Twitter, he's pr- primarily a left wing type of a guy, a little more like center leaning, but still left wing. That being said. I didn't feel that this one was heavy-handed, uh, much the same way that John Carpenter is left left-leaning, very much like not center of the line, like far, far, far left. But he can make a movie, uh, get his political opinions and ideologies into it without me even knowing it. So the dividing line for me is whether or not I feel the movie is heavy-handed in in some regard. The uh, the Texas Chainsaw movie was a little heavy-handed in its right-leaning uh, ideologies and, and messaging, but at the same time, it didn't take away from the movie itself. Now, you take a movie like, say, um, the new Candyman movie. Mm. 
full of uh, white privilege and, you know, African-Americans are oppressed and all this stuff, that's a little heavy-handed. All mm-hmm. right? I can watch it. I can enjoy it. But there's, like, big chunks in, of the movie in between kills where you're just listening to this this rhetoric. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if if you're on that team, you're going to love it. If you're not on that team, you're hitting the fast-forward button. Mm-hmm. And I, I found myself – I try to stay as center of the line as I can. I didn't find myself hitting the fast-forward button at all in the new Leatherface movie. Well, I didn't hit it either. That's just me, and I've already watched it three times. I just had issues with the storyline. I took issue with the lack of, um, I guess, the lack of Sawyers, really. Yeah. At the end of the first movie, we had a whole clan of Sawyers. Right. And no mention of him. No idea what happened. Yeah, where is Bill Mosley's character? That's what I would like to know. Chop Top. Well, I guess we have to assume that uh, part two never happened. So that would remove Chop Top from the equation. I know, but in the first one, you still had the family. You had Nubbins. You had Drayton Sawyer. You had uh, yeah. Grandma and Grandpa. You think we could at least fit in some dialogue in there to explain. And we didn't have a whole little town surrounding the house. No, no. we just had a graveyard and like three <laughs> that houses. That was a Universal studio set, damn I know. it. I know it, man. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. All right, that's all we got on the listener mail there, boys. You guys got anything for Tom Hardy, Cat, Cowboy, or Ellen? Thanks, everybody, for calling and writing in. Tom Hardy, if you felt that way about that movie, don't watch the new Scream. And Cowboy, when you uh, hit hit up Darian for a drink, let me know. Absolutely. We'll make it a uh, a team adventure. Heck yeah. You guys ready to talk about some fucking lepus, lepi, rabbits? Some fucking rabbits. They're rabbits. rabbits. Here we go. What happened? That night science made its greatest mistake. What unknown terror was born that night? What is the terrifying mutant that strikes from behind the shroud of night? That night. That night of the Lepus. A night of total terror. More shattering than your strangest nightmare. What caused the unnatural death, destruction, and panic? That night of the Lepus. Janet Lee. Stuart Whitman, Rory Calhoun, and Paul Fix. Night of the Levis. Kill one, and thousands take their place. What devil creatures growing weight and size every day are hidden behind the eyes of horror? What can stop them? Night of the Levis. Ooh, daddy. Night of the Lepus. The Lepus, Monica. Mm-hmm. You know what, you know what uh, fascinates me about this is I sent out um, 
fucking Carter Burke's list of movies for April, and I'm like, these or uh, March. Like these are the movies we're doing in March. Monica immediately texts me back after not hearing from her for almost a year, and says, "Ooh." Night of the Lepus, when are you doing that one? And I was like, you tell me. It must be a good show. You tell me when you want me to do it if you're coming in. And she's like, let's do it next week. Okay, sure. All fired up for Night of the Lepus, she is. And then I put it on, and it's a piece of crap. (laughs) It's a bunch of bunny rabbits. It's fucking bunny rabbits. It was a childhood movie. Okay, all right, all right. So you watched this one uh, as a child. Did it scare you? Uh, no, it did not. I, didn't, I no. don't think so. No, of course not. Rabbits are too goddamn cute mm-hmm. to intimidate I think anybody. it was... So, because I watched it with my dad, yeah. but it was probably more traumatizing because we used to go out to the desert and sure. he'd take a shotgun and kill bunny rabbits. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so for, <laughs> those, for those of you that don't know, here in northern Nevada, we have a genuine jackrabbit Jack problem. Rabbits. They will come into your neighborhood, fuck up your whole lawn, mm-hmm. uh, th- you come out of your house at 4 o'clock in the morning to go to work, and they scatter like roaches with oh, a light yeah. on. They Jack just, rabbits uh, and coyotes. Coyotes, too. Coyotes aren't as bad because you can- We have cottontails, too. Do you? Well, that must be a, a Carson thing. All we get up no. here is jackrabbits. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've seen cottontails up here. Okay. Huh. Yeah. I haven't. All I've seen is jackrabbits. Yeah. But yeah. these motherfuckers spread like a virus. And they will fuck your shit up. I mean, they're not going to, like, you know, attack your dogs or anything. But they are going to shit all over your lawn, eat all your grass, and leave, like, weird mangy spots all over your house. It's disgusting. Um, So, this... (laughs) Our movie... Oh, well, let me me give you the details here. It's uh, Night of the Lepus from 1972. It's rated PG. Directed by William Claxton, written by Don Holliday. It got 4.1 stars on IMDb. I don't mm. know how the fuck it scored that. Probably by Miss Monica going on there and voting 10 <laughs> stars over and over and over again. It stars Stuart Whitman, Janet Lee, yes, the Janet Lee, and Rory Calhoun, yes, mm-hmm. the Rory Calhoun. Before we get into this movie, let's talk about Rory Calhoun mm-hmm. for a minute. We've seen him in quite a few movies. Pretty hot old dude. I was going to say, he's mm-hmm. a younger, uh, probably... He gonna, was old already. He, was, like. he's, he's, he came into the game old. Like, mm-hmm. in this movie, though, he looks younger. You'll know him from uh, Motel Hell, um, a score of different uh, Roger Corman, uh, mm-hmm. Edgar Allan Poe adaptations. He is the quintessential horror movie old guy. Yes. Uh, circa 19... He kind kind of, in a weird way, took over for Vincent Price, I felt like. Just not as prolific. Yeah, in the 70s. 70s. 70s, yeah. early 80s. But here we have like a younger, I'm going to say early 60s Rory Calhoun. What do you think, Monica? Hot or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, still hot? Oh, yeah. Even though he, he wasn't... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Motel Hell, Rory Calhoun. Yeah, he was pretty hot. Okay, all yeah. right. I don't understand that, but all right. <laughs> um, so our movie starts with a newsreel. Uh, the, um, I guess, Anchorman is is basically giving an emergency alert about um, a rabbit. Uh, 
I guess, invasion, for lack of a better term, a population explosion. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have a real – he's telling us about how they have a real problem with them down in Australia. And basically because these things fuck literally like jackrabbits, they reproduce at a feverish rate and they will Mm -hmm. quickly wreck the entire ecosystem. Uh, This newsreel is accompanied by what I assume to be some kind of actual – Footage of rabbits being rounded up in the wild, in the mm-hmm. wild. I guess um, Monica says that there's some actual footage of animal cruelty happening here. Yeah, the beginning of it. I didn't see it, buddy. Did you see it? It just looked like old TV footage, but I couldn't tell if it was real or not. I didn't think it was. It seemed to me like they were, yeah. it was just dudes like waving T-shirts trying to get the rabbits yeah, to go in one blanks. direction. Yeah, that's what I thought. No, I didn't, I didn't there actually were see actual any, like, rabbits, like, rabbits like flipping over when they get shot. That's what they do when they get shot. Usually, <laughs> they do a backflip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The beginning, the yeah. beginning part was footage. Yeah, yeah, actual footage. But I didn't see any actual any see me die yeah i just oh saw like, i did i noticed i was like oh my god okay well <laughs> monica is our animal cruelty expert here so i'm gonna I take felt her more bad for, for the horse at the beginning of the movie well, that oh was, that, that one was, was I, <laughs> we'll that get was there dumb. we'll <laughs> get there in a second so after our newsreel we're gonna cut to a young rory calhoun out on the range with his horse just trotting along, having a dandy of a time, and then suddenly the horse falls down in the midst of all these rabbit <laughs> rabbit um, holes, and Rory just has to pull out his gun and shoot the horse. Yeah. Turns out Rory didn't particularly like that horse because I feel like he was itching for a reason to kill that horse. I actually watched that scene twice, and then I was like, why the heck did he shoot the horse? It just, like, fell over. It just fell over. And apparently, it supposedly, it, like, broke a leg. Stepped in a rabbit hole <laughs> yeah. and broke a leg. I was like, he didn't even give the horse a chance. No, no, like, no. we're just killing the horse. The worst part is, if you really watch that scene, the horse tries to get back up. And he's and holding it down. He, like, shoves it down. Yeah. Like, no, you cannot. He calms you it down, down from yeah. getting up. Yeah. And then you see him get up and... And shoot the horse. <laughs> Easy. <Yeah. laughs> Easy there, Tiger. <laughs> Apparently nobody liked that horse at all. <laughs> yeah. That that Rory had one thing on his mind when he sat out on that little trip. <laughs> it was a terrible acting horse. <laughs> <laughs> so Rory hoofs it back to his ranch and uh sends out one of his farm hands to go get his saddle and stuff. Explains to his, I don't know, twelve year old son that the horse stepped in a rabbit hole and broke its leg, and he had to put it down on the spot. And uh, that's how it's going down. Now, from there, we're going to cut to we're going to meet Rory. He is playing a guy by the name of Cullen, who owns the ranch, uh, Judd Cullen, and he's having a real fucking problem with these rabbits. So he calls his buddy Elgin, who happens to be the president of the local university, and he's like, "Hey, man." What 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 can you do? Uh, give me something, because if not, I'm gonna have to poison these fucking rabbits. And from what I understand, that can fuck up a whole lot of shit. Elgin, played by DeForest Kelly, who I am surprised was Damn not it, Jim. Exactly, <laughs> I'm a doctor, I, not a scientist. I'm surprised he was not part of like upper build in right? this because. <laughs> 
Really, if I wasn't a complete horror fan, I would not know who any of these people were except DeForest Kelly. Right. Uh, DeForest Kelly, of course, uh, famous for Star Trek. He played Dr. McCoy, I think. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I'm not a Trekkie guy. Damn but, it, Jim. I'm yeah. a doctor, not a scientist. It's weird seeing him like trying to be a hip dude. You yeah. know what I mean? Because now he's got like the long 70s bushy oh, hair. Oh, that was that guy? Yeah. Oh, you wow. You didn't recognize him? No. You're not a Trekkie. I, no, I'm not. Me neither. Not. <laughs> but I know enough to know that that's DeForest Kelly. Yep, Dr. McCoy. Yep, Dr. McCoy. Leonard Damn McCoy. it, Jim. Huh. <laughs> uh, he plays Elgin, the uh, president of the local university. Uh, Cullen calls him. He's like, hey, man, these rabbits are really fucking my shit up. I just had to put down a horse, and there's, uh, you know, they're yeah, grazing all the land, him. and I can't keep them under control. So uh, Elgin is like, dude. Good, good news. I got a couple up here. They're studying the uh, migration patterns of bats and how they're an invasive spe- – how, how they can like uh, reprogram bats to deal with mosquitoes. Um, this is kind of like in their wheelhouse. They don't, they're not used to dealing with rabbits, but they can kind of give you an idea what to do here without having to poison the goddamn rabbits. Mm-hmm. So uh, <clears throat> Elgin drives up out into the fucking New Mexico foothills – where this this couple is, and this this is where we're going to meet Janet Lee mm-hmm. and uh, her husband, played by Stuart Whitman. I don't remember his name, but it doesn't fucking matter. Um, they also have their young daughter Amanda with them, who is not played by Jamie Lee Curtis. I know what you were thinking. It would have been fun if she was, if that yeah. was her. But she refused them playing in it. Both mm-hmm. her daughters. Uh, okay, good because this is a bad movie. And you don't want this on your IMDb page. Oddly enough, she didn't want her daughters playing in a horror movie. Wrong answer, right? Janet Lee. Yeah. Wrong. Let me introduce <laughs> you to my old buddy, John Carpenter. I know, right? He's going to take one of your daughters and make her a uh, movie legend, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she is going to have to show her breasts, though, later on in a comedy, oddly enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what happens. He rolls up on him out in the, the New Mexico foothills, and he's like, hey, guess what, dudes? I know you're studying these bats and shit, and, uh, well, I got a farmer about a couple miles out here. He's got a problem with rabbits, so why don't you just put this fucking shit on hold? Come check out these rabbits. You're going to love that shit. And they're mm-hmm. like, well, okay. That's I guess that's just what we'll do, and we'll take our daughter and our camper van with us, and that's what we'll do. So they go rolling out there. They're looking at all these rabbit hills. Uh, the Stuart Whitman, uh, is like, Hey, guess what? We need to round up some of these rabbits. Give me about a dozen of them, put them in these boxes. I'm going to take them back to the lab for some testing. So that's what they do. They get them all in the trucks. They take them back to the lab Mm -hmm. for testing. Does any of this sound at all familiar to you? Like another movie? Yes. Like almost spot on like another movie. Let me point you back to the last month that Buddy had complete control of, which would have been last August, and a little movie starring William Shatner called Kingdom of the Spider. The Spider one, yeah. This is Kingdom of the Spider. This is like the exact same movie. Just take out the spiders and put rabbits in. Oh, I don't. Yeah, except Captain Kirk. Now Now you have Doctor McCoy. Exactly. (laughs) You're exactly right, Buddy. Uh, what, the only thing that's missing here is Kingdom of the Spider had Captain Kirk falling in love 
Uh, in this case, we have Janet Lee, who's already in love. Yeah. So at least we get to skip that little subplot. <laughs> All right. It's, it's the exact same fucking movie, bros. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, we can't. We're not Spiders deviating. To- from this Bloody formula rabbits. at all. Uh, so they're like, okay, yeah, hey, let's go check out the rabbits there. Go over there, round up a dozen rabbits, put them in the boxes, take them back to the lab. They're in, uh, I guess, Phoenix is the closest place because they're out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, check it out at the lab. Their daughter is with them. And, of course, because she's like an eight-year-old girl, she naturally falls in love with all of the fluffy rabbits. And wants to pet them and love them. Aww. Oh, the little bunny rabbits. Oh, I love yeah, black so rabbits. Oh, so we're fucking around at the lab. We're trying to figure out how we're going to jack these things off without uh, jack fucking up the whole ecosystem. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, we're going to find a, a rabbit exclusive disease we can inject them with. And that'll be awesome. No, that didn't work. Okay, let's try these fucking cocktails of hormones. Fuck them all up. Uh, at one point, oddly enough, mm. there's like some talk of getting the male rabbits to behave more like female rabbits, yeah. and the female rabbits to behave more like the trans virus. Well, let's fast forward about sixty years. <laughs> Somehow, it's become communicable to humans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That shit doesn't work either. At one point, they're like, okay, I got this new thing. I'm going to inject this one rabbit with it. So they do that. They inject the rabbit with it. They put it back in the cage. And apparently, it's supposed to fuck it all up so it can't reproduce. Yeah. I love how he says, I've never tried this before. I'm just going to see what it does. You know what? And and the lady's like, oh, just doesn't care. It's like, normally, it's like, I I don't know what it's going to do. We'll find out. What? You You know what? (laughs) It's a rabbit. (laughs) It's a rabbit. Worst case scenario, we'll throw it in the microwave, cook it. It's done. (laughs) Yeah. So they inject that one. They put it back in the cage, and they're going to keep an eye on it. But while they're not paying attention, the daughter comes, and she decides she's in love with that particular rabbit. Mm-hmm. So she pops it out of its cage and swaps it with another rabbit that hasn't been injected. Yeah. Uh, then she goes and pleads her sad case to mom and dad about how she wants a pet rabbit. And they're like, ah, these rabbits are weird. Finally, they decide, okay, you can have one rabbit, but it can't be any of the ones that they injected. And, of course, she decides that she wants the one that she did the switcheroo with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, excellent. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen from here. From there, uh, they decide they need to go back out and round up some more rabbits to test Mm -hmm. on to see what happens. So they take Amanda, her newfound pet rabbit, and they go back to uh, Cullen's Ranch Mm -hmm. to where, where all the rabbit holes are. Start fucking around, rounding up more rabbits. The 12-year-old son of Cullen decides, hey, I don't like rabbits. Rabbits ate all my chickens. So he takes Amanda's pet rabbit and throws it. Yeah. And then it goes scurrying off. And she's like, hey, that was my rabbit. And he's like, I don't like rabbits. Sorry about the rabbit. Yeah. Just pretend I have it. Yeah. And then she's like, okay, well, don't tell my mom you did that, okay? And he's like, yeah, no problem. And then from there, they go on to have like a weird kind of falling in love kind of prepubescent situation where they're going horseback riding together and stuff which is kind of creepy and weird yeah um okay uh apparently she didn't really like that rabbit all that much because she puts all of about three seconds into trying to recapture the rabbit and then she's like i'm done all right well just don't tell my mom and we're we're all square here Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) sure squirrel yep (laughs) <laughs> yeah, whatever. So from there, that rabbit, we're going to follow that rabbit for a minute or two. It 
basically burrows into one of its holes and then just starts growing at an exponential rate. Uh, excellent. So now the the cinematography of this movie is kind of wacky. Clearly, what happened here was they wanted to give us giant rabbits. Mm-hmm. But they didn't quite know the scale to which the giant rabbits were going to be, right? <laughs> so what we get is a lot of close-ups of rabbits doing the... You know, that... Whatever that is, whatever that shit is. A lot of, like, extreme close-ups of that, as yeah. if to say, this rabbit is in your face with his little cute little buck teeth in his ears. Mm-hmm. Um, but... They also built miniature scales of the town. The scales were pretty good. I know, but they were varying. So, like, in certain scales, like, the rabbits looked like they were about the size of phone lines. In other scales, it looked like they were about the size of maybe a dog or so. Mm -hmm. So, as the rabbit's going along, it's getting exponentially bigger and smaller. Depending on which... Well, those little ones were babies. Is that what it was? <laughs> That's okay. What it was. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> That's a good thing Monica's here to explain yeah. this whole shit to us. Yeah, because I was trying to think. I thought maybe they were like growing in the progress. Sure. But... Yeah. That would be good, too. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so, anyway, this rabbit takes off and starts growing at an exponential rate. Mm-hmm. And uh, I assume just starts uh, raping all the other rabbits around it. <laughs> yeah. Because it starts reproducing and then more giant rabbits are coming coming up. So, mm-hmm. oh shit, scary stuff here. Now we have uh, Elgin, DeForest Kelly, uh, our young couple mm-hmm. that is here to s- study bats that has been rerouted to study rabbits. And uh, Farmer Cullen and their... Driving around Cullen's property trying to track the the, the rabbit movement, like mm-hmm. where the tunnels are, what's going on, what's happening here with all these rabbits. They start finding giant rabbit holes, like yeah. the size of manhole covers. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, fuck, what the f- what is this shit all of a sudden? Mm-hmm. Now, the funny part about this is at no point does the young lady come clean about losing or switching the rabbits. It's right. ju- it just suddenly becomes... Part of the, the story that, oh, shit, we have giant rabbits all of a sudden. Yeah. Never is the question asked why or how. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I'm thinking too much about this. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, anyway, we got these giant fucking rabbit holes, man. So that's pretty scary shit. Uh, what we got to do is we got to, like, round, like, track the rabbit hole tunnels and, like, we got to probably, like, kill them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're still trying not to use the poison. We just... Uh, and on top of that, uh, Janet Lee's husband wants to bring one in alive or at least take pictures of it for yeah. f- further study or uh, some shit. Uh, screw you. Kill this thing. <laughs> we got to get rid of these fucking things like mm-hmm. pronto. Uh, pretty scary stuff. And right about now is when the rabbit attacks start mm-hmm. happening. Uh, we start off with a truck driver who pulls over for no goddamn reason and starts looking around the back of his truck. <laughs> Again, for no goddamn reason. Just to show us what was in it. Was it just me, or did that truck driver look exactly like Quentin from Jaws? Oh, yeah. Had the same hat. Yeah. Had the same uh, mustache combo. Uh, No? I don't know. A little bit. Looked a lot like Quint. Anyway, the rabbit attacks him in a very silly way where we get a lot of close-ups of the rabbit with ketchup on its face. Yeah, there was cabbage in the back of that truck. Sure. Did you you see what the back of the truck looked like? I hope it had a giant carrot on it because that would be perfect. Did you see the back of the truck? I did not. It looked like somebody shot it with a gun like all over the place like a machine gun. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, there's like all these little holes everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I didn't even notice that. Me neither, neither, but that sounds good because, you know, that's what rabbits do, really. They just come up and poke little holes and see what you got. Uh, uh, The next day, the truck driver is found dead on the side of the road. It looks like um, his body is terribly mutilated, but it also is kind of like spread out with a lot of like fake blood on it. It looked to me like that particular truck driver was made out of hot dogs. Yeah. It's just me. Uh, so we have one dead body right there. They, they ripped him apart, but there weren't even like bite marks, like chewed off marks. And by ripped him apart, I mean, he's laying there with his clothes torn open and ketchup smattered (laughs) all over him. Yeah. Not really ripped apart. Just kind of really a ketchup-y mess is what he is. And like I said, like a hot dog, his leg was like a hot dog that was just separated from him. Uh, Kind of, (laughs) in a vague, weird kind of a way. (laughs) Sure, uh, weird, a lot of ketchup involved. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that's pretty scary. Oh, shit, now we got a dead guy. Uh, The local sheriff rolls up and he's like, well, i never seen nothing like this before. So he rounds up a bunch of the garbage that was in the back of the truck and uh, some of the... You know, other shit that's laying around the clothes. And he sends it off to a crime lab somewhere in this destitute town. And the crime lab guy is like, well, I think uh, your murderer is clearly a saber-toothed tiger. (laughs) Yeah. A few of them. (laughs) That's what your culprit is. Yeah, you got a couple of saber-toothed tigers around here. (laughs) The sheriff's like, well, I knew it. I knew there was some saber-toothed tigers around here. Some bitch. Some bitch. <laughs> he does take his hat off and throw it on the ground. <laughs> so <laughs> Monica is getting so mad at us for making fun of her movie. No, I'm not. I'm just like like I'm what? Oh, it was so bad. It was so bad. It's I, it was... I would say that this this probably is so bad that it's good. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I mean <laughs> You can't be mad at it because it's... I've seen way worse oh, movies. Oh, totally. Uh, yes. Totally. And, like, again, the dividing line between so bad it's just bad and so bad that it's good is, for me, whether or not the movie is being taken seriously by the people making it. You take a movie like Beaster Day. Okay, with the part when the mayor comes out and he's introducing, like, his power tools made out of fruit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. now you're just being stupid. That's just mm-hmm. dumb. It's a bad movie, and now you're trying to make it's it It's a bad movie, but it was funny. Yeah, it was kind of dumb. <laughs> this is a bad movie. This is a bad movie, too, but you can tell that people are actually acting and, like, trying to make this better, and in doing so, are actually making it worse. worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're trying to sell me on Killer Giant Rabbits. I just have to shake my head at oh, this. Oh, it's okay, God, Monica. All right, so we have our first official victims of the uh, Lepus. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, we get some dialogue back at the lab. Uh, the uh, Stuart Whitman at one point says, the Lepus is a weird and invasive species. And the guy in the wheel- wheelchair is like, the what? And he says, Lepus. It's Latin for rabbit. Yeah. Okay, so you just didn't want to call this movie Night of the Rabbits. Right. So you had to find a, a workaround, and you came <laughs> yeah. up with Latin, mm-hmm. which is lepus. Because nobody would watch Night, Night of the Night of the Rabbits, <laughs> myself included. <laughs> yeah. I don't want nothing to do with Night of the Rabbits. <laughs> Night of the Bunnies, Night of the... Uh, Cottontail Cottontails, <laughs> Night of the Jackrabbits. I don't want any of it. 
God Lep- damn it. Lepus sounds like a disease. Lepus. <laughs> okay, now you got my curiosity. Yeah. It's not lupus, it's lepus. <laughs> right. All right, I'll check it out. Um... Monica is furious. <laughs> no, furious. I was just thinking of what you guys were saying that you wouldn't have watched it if it was called Night of the Rabbits. No, right. But I can recall we watched that stupid movie, that really crazy movie about the rabbit man fucking and uh, raping everybody. Oh, gosh. What was what that What was movie? that called? Oh, rabbit something. Yeah. See? <laughs> we watched that. That was uh, silly. It was Swedish, it was right? Swedish. Yeah, Swedish. Oh, what and was that called? Bunny for- something. Thing. Yeah, but somebody paid us for that one. Oh. And it wasn't that bad, really. I mean, it was dumb as shit, but... <laughs> yeah, a man dressed in a bunny suit. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was like a drug or something that made them. Yeah, there was like, turn, mm-hmm. they 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 went on like a, a holiday vacation, but there was like a secret lab a couple miles yeah. away. Yeah. I'm going to look that up. Oh, my gosh. I was, I'll look it up. Funny. Okay. Uh, I'll, yeah, anyway. I'll check it out. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> paid us for that one, though. Yeah. I remember that. Um, so yeah, that's uh oh, night of the lepus. Look out there, boys! It's uh it's going down. So from there, we're gonna get a lot of stock footage of uh a lot of rabbits running around this miniaturized town, up and down these roads. Um, eventually, now we're gonna cut back to the two kids. Uh, they are going on a little uh, uh horseback riding adventure, and this this kind of got weird because. The the tw- uh, Cullen's son, who's like twelve or thirteen, tells Amanda, who's about eight, yeah, hey, we're gonna go over to my my buddy Captain Jimmy's house, and we're gonna go see what he's up to. Let's oh, don't worry, I already checked with your mom. She said it's fine. Let's go over there. Yeah, it's kind of weird. That was kind of weird. And then we get to Captain Jimmy's house, and it's not a house. It's like a dilapidated shack in the middle of the desert. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> this part is even weirder. Uh, the dilapidated shack is right next to a mine shaft. Mm-hmm. So uh, the kid is like, I'm going to poke around the shack and see if I can find Captain mm-hmm. Jimmy. Hey, you go into that abandoned mine shaft there, <laughs> yeah. eight-year-old girl. Go poke around in the in the pitch black ama- abandoned mine shaft uh-huh. and see what you can find. Okay, no problem. Uh, she goes down there, finds the dead body of Captain Jimmy. Scream. And then immediately gets attacked in a weird kind of flash cut psychedelic kind of a spin thing where she sees what i assume is a giant rabbit mm-hmm. and it's like jumping all over the place and then there's the dead guy and then cut to she wakes up on her mom and dad's couch yeah and i i, I guess I, at this point i have to assume that uh the other kid uh she passed she, she fainted passed out and she and he, and got, he her. got her back and yeah. now that's that's that yeah so she comes to and everybody's like oh my god amanda what happened it's like Daddy, giant rabbits killed the the local alcoholic, child molester. What? Oh, no, it's going to happen again. Now, naturally, as one is wont to do in the scientific field, you must immediately act on the advice of an eight-year-old girl. Yeah. Because that is rock fucking solid, buddy. Right. You don't back down from the advice. (laughs) We got to get guys into that mind shaft right now. Mm -hmm. Now, again, she's not going to confess to swapping the rabbits or letting the uh, injected rabbit go. We're just going to say, giant rabbits, A-OK. A-OK. There's the source (laughs) of our problem. (laughs) Right. Where does that mind shaft go, you ask? Well, it goes all over the New Mexico desert. Uh, we're going to get DeForest Kelly and his uh, helicopter pilot out there, and they're going to find some more manhole-sized rabbit holes. Mm-hmm. And we decide, hey, here's what we're going to do. It's going to be awesome. We're going to blow the mine shaft. Uh, apparently, these 
giant rabbits are nocturnal creatures. Yeah. So during the day, we're going to blow the goddamn mine shaft, and we're going to blow all the three or four rabbit holes that we found out uh, a couple miles away. At the same time, it's mm-hmm. going to be beautiful. It's good, good stuff. So we do just that. Uh, a couple of the rabbits get out before the mine shaft blows. Of course, Stuart Whitman and uh, Rory Calhoun decide they want to go into the mine shaft because they yeah. want pictures and uh, all that shit. They get attacked by a giant bunny. They make it out just as the, the dynamite explodes. Unfortunately, rabbits can burrow. Yeah. I'm not a scientist. I could have told you that at the beginning of the movie. They mm-hmm. can burrow. You can't trap them because they'll just start a new tunnel somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happens. And so one of them pops out and uh, happens to attack the biggest vagina of the farmhands. Yeah. And uh, doesn't kill him. Kicks his ass pretty good, though. Janet Lee has to come and save him and towel him down. And then he's like, I'm getting out of here. I gotta get out. I gotta get out. Get out of here. And she's like, calm your ass down, you big pussy. You're okay. The rabbit took off that way. You're going to live. And he's like, no, 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 no. I got to get out of here. He doesn't, he doesn't even see him hurt. He's just got ketchup on him. <laughs> uh, eventually, she calms him down. But then she's like, hey, uh, Stuart Whitman, guess what, man? Rabbits just tunneled right out. They just found a new hole right here outside of the mine shaft. Yeah, you didn't kill a damn one of them. You didn't kill a fucking thing. All you did was piss them off, and now they're they're out here cruising around. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So now we cut to that night. Uh, this small town of, uh, I think it was Ajo, A-J-O, whatever that, however you pronounce that. Uh, it really comprises of a trailer park and one general store in the middle. Yeah. Uh, basically gets attacked that night by the giant rabbits. Mm-hmm. They overtake the place. Kill everybody to include a local drunk, uh, the mechanic, the shop owner. Um, I think that's about it. They also run over Cullen's uh, property. He lets all of his cows and his horses go, and then he barricades himself and his family and a couple of farmhands into the basement <clears throat> uh, where there's no telephone or anything like that, of right. course. Uh, Cullen, by the way, chose to marry the most sour-faced Native American woman available. Did you see that, young lady? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> she was not happy about a goddamn thing. I don't know if... Uh, she must have had a lot of land. Something. <laughs> and now he has a lot Did of land. Did she even speak in nope, the movie? Nope, yeah, nope. I didn't think so. She uh, like gave the kid a hug in one scene and uh, really just stood around looking... I honestly thought she was just like the maid. She might have been. <laughs> I don't know. But at, at one point, he like kisses her on the forehead. So I thought that was probably his wife or something. I don't, I don't know. Um, that's, that's silly. Uh, so the next day, because I guess we have assumed that these rabbits are noctur- nocturnal creatures, uh, Colin gets out and he has to hike to the town. Uh, a lot of people don't want to pick him up because he's carrying a gun. And I get that. I wouldn't pick him up either. Gets to the town, realizes that everybody there is dead, and all the rabbits are holed up inside a, uh, the general store. And it's kind of funny because, like, the miniature set that they built for that and they mm-hmm. shoved all the rabbits into, Colin goes walking by and he looks at the rabbits and all the rabbits look at him and they're like, how are you? Yeah. I kind of got, like, a rabbits playing poker vibe there for a second. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're all just like, 
Hey, how's, uh, how's it going, Aaron? I was like, I told, I told Violet, I said, you know that picture that shows like the dogs playing poker? Yeah. I said, that's exactly what that looked like. They're all like sitting at tables and there's yeah. a couple of rabbits behind the bar and they're like. Maybe they didn't see him. Well, some they of them, I mean, they looked right, right at the camera. I don't yeah. know. They just didn't like coming out the hilarious. sun or something. They're like. Yeah, how's it going there? <laughs> and Colin just, yeah, <laughs> Colin just goes walking right by. Yeah. Uh, eventually, he calls. Uh, he finds a payphone, calls the sheriff, and he's like, "Everybody's dead here." And he's like, "Sheriff's like, okay, wait right there. God damn it!" <coughs> so now we're coming up on the next night, and now we're expecting even more rabbits mm-hmm. because now they're multiplying. Of course, uh, we get the national guard involved and the local sheriff again. Um, Basically, what we decide is that uh, Stuart Whitman sends Janet Lee and the daughter away because it's getting too dangerous in this little fucking town. They, of course, decide in a weird move to go down a dirt road, which pops their tire, leaving them stranded uh, during this rabbit apocalypse situation. Uh, the the <clears throat> National Guard gets called in. They immediately okay the use of nuclear weapons and fighter pilots. For the mm-hmm. rabbit outbreak. Yeah. Because apparently we're really buying into this rabbit thing. DeForest Kelly is there. He's like, oh, well, you know, I don't want any bad press coming to the university, so we're just going to keep this quiet, right, guys? And they're like, no, we're going to fucking shoot the shit out of them. And uh, I don't know, maybe we can sell sell rabbit meat or something. <laughs> so what we decide, we're gonna, we know which direction the rabbits are coming from. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stuart Whitman comes up with this genius idea that he's got some railroad track in between here and there. He's going to funnel the rabbits through this valley that go right through Cullen's property. <clears throat> he's going to electrify the railroad tracks. Okay. And on top of that, he's going to set up a hasty ambush using the uh, National Guard. Mm-hmm. And uh, as the rabbits come through, they'll either be electrified or mowed over with 50 caliber rounds from the uh, machine guns. Mm-hmm. All right. Fair enough. Sure as shit, that's exactly what happens. Um, they evacuate the drive-in, <laughs> yeah. and they use everybody at the drive-in to Has form. Has no problem. No, not at all. You want to <laughs> go ahead? Come on, go ahead. Put a machine gun up here. Find <laughs> yeah. me and the. This is way more entertaining than the uh, whatever 1970 shit show I was going to watch at the drive-in. <laughs> right. So yeah, here comes the rabbits. They hit the uh, electrified uh, train tracks, and then the machine guns open up. And that kills all the rabbits. Uh, just as Stuart, as soon as that's done, Stuart Whitman takes off and finds Janet Lee parked on the side of the road trying to change a tire while holding the other rabbits at bay with a road flare. Rabbits are terrified of road flares. I don't know if you knew that or not. And then he gets out with his six-shooter, and he's like, bang, bang, bang. And then all the rabbits are dead. And then he's like, okay, uh, I'll be back to- back for you in the morning and then they just get in the trailer and then that's pretty much the end of your movie my hero that's the end of your movie there Monica tell me why you were so excited to be a part of Night of the Lepus well it's not what I remembered as as a child it would have been terrifying but after watching it I was like why did I pick this movie like why did I want to watch this again (laughs) it's uh it started out good like the the trailer no 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 I mean like oh I thought you meant when they were killing the rabbits (laughs) no the trailer sounded like ooh this might well of course yeah but no 
See, it didn't live up to my expectation. My version <laughs> of this is a movie called The Children. Mm. Terrified me as yes. a kid because it was about kids that uh, their school bus drove through a toxic waste cloud, <laughs> turned them into zombies, uh, but not really because the only thing that made you think, you know, let you know they were zombies is they had black fingernails. <laughs> And how do you kill these zombies? You have to cut their hands off, at which, at which point they evaporate into orange smoke. Terrified me as a kid. Watching it as an adult, I'm going, wait, so there's zombies, but all they have is black fingernails, and they're not even attacking anybody. They're just kind of walking around, knocking on doors. Wait, I, this is the same movie, right? Because I don't think I'm on the same page here. <laughs> Nostalgia is highly overrated, my friends, is what I'm getting at. Uh, what did you think of it watching it this time, Monica? Oh, good Lord. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. This was... Uh... You know, when, when I was watching this, all I could think of was Monty Python and the Holy Grail. The yeah. scene with the bunny rabbit where it's like the <laughs> cutting off people's heads and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I was like, how would Monty Python pull from this? <laughs> the best part uh, to me is the actual um, bunny attack scenes. Because you could tell that like during all these jump cuts and the, the guy f- flailing as ketchup is being poured on him. Uh, and the the close ups of the actual bunny with ketchup like on its on its chops. Yeah. There's another dude in a bunny suit like slapping the actor around with his fuzzy paws. Yeah, and that that is the that is. Do you put that on your IMDb page? <laughs> I am the bunny. I am the bunny slapper. <laughs> I am the bunny slapper man from Night of the Leapers. We did kind of skim over the part where they were in the basement and they were like shooting up into the, yes. the oh, yeah. floor and yeah. all of that ridiculous blood. I'm like, yeah. oh my god! They don't even know where the rabbits are. Well, and then at another point during the the National Guard like uh, ambush, they brought out flamethrowers. Yeah, which were outlawed by the Geneva Convention in 1943, but w- apparently the the uh, New Mexico National Guard has a few just hanging around just in case, and they just just started to like light up the rabbits. Maybe that's why they had a Indian lady in there because it was on her the wife. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was sure. On her so land reservation. <laughs> yeah, land, so, so I guess that does apply. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, why not? Why don't we mustard gas them in too, <laughs> yeah. motherfuckers? It's um, a bad movie. I would say yeah. that this one is in the neighborhood of so bad it's good. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's terrible. If Janet, I got Lee, a kick out of it. Janet Lee probably wants to forget this, or before she died, probably wanted to forget this ever happened. Mm-hmm. Um. I was trying to think between like this movie and the frogs and uh, the squirm. The yeah, squirm, like which yeah. one was the best out of all of those? I mean, these are all these are all like designed around the 1950s drive-in formula. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. some creature or swarm of creatures or giant creature moving into a small town, wrecking shop. Some group of kids, or in this case, uh, research students. They tried. Solving the problem and, and figuring it out. Mm-hmm. It's, this one was a little late to the game. Yeah. This is 1972. And I kind of felt like uh, nobody was really into it, like the actors, you know. Like nobody was. I mean, they, they wanted to make a good movie, but 
at the end of the day, it's giant killer rabbits, bro. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know I mean? everything else was taken. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we saw the giant spiders and the snakes and the Gila monster and the beast of Yucca Flats. And, the ants. And <laughs> ants, abominable snowman. Yeah. Uh, anything else you could think of, we'd already done. What's Tomato. Left? Tomatoes. <laughs> we got to go with rabbits, man. That's yeah. all we got. That's all we got is fucking rabbits. Well, we can't call them rabbits. Lepus! Yes. Night of the Lepus! (laughs) The artist formerly known as... (laughs) They're rabbits. (laughs) They're rabbits. All right, dudes. Let's take us a little break. We'll come back with some other stuff, huh? Oh, yeah.
Hey, inmates. If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. No Terra Dome until uh, a couple of weeks from now, but you do have plenty of time to get your, your picks in for the team's division. Mental Health Hotline, of course, is area code 775-387-0275. Or get us on the regular old email at thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. I changed my mind. I thought of a team that I want. I'm listening. I want the team of Return of the Living Dead Zombies. Okay, you want punk rock zombies. Yes. I'm into it. I wow. just I thought of that looking at the poster and I was like, oh my god! Monica <laughs> announced earlier in the show that she wanted the Predators. Now she wants Return of the Living Dead Zombies. You are locked in, and those zombies are weird, man. Because like halfway through the franchise, they turn into like cybernetic zombies <laughs> with Gatling guns and shit like that. that. That could be a good pick. Yes. Oh, Buddy's got his finger up, and they're I, super fast. I they will are. take the predators then. Okay, then Buddy's going to take the predators. I knew you wanted them. See, <laughs> I knew it. Predators for Buddy. Lock, locked in these two guys. Okay, I'm going to reserve my pick for the uh, the week right before the Terra Dome. I got to plan my strategy. Oh, you know I what see. I'm saying? I got yeah. some, I got some tactics mm-hmm. there, Monica. Uh, if if we were attacked by giant rabbits, I feel like we could just run them over. You know what I mean? I feel like you could just go out there and bang some pots and pans together, and they would all take off. In oh, different yeah. Directions. You just need some flashlights. Rabbits are uh, vegetarians, are they not? They mm-hmm. don't eat meat. Right. Yeah. So what the fuck? Why are they fucking with us? What? Yeah. yeah. Did you know that you could actually get sick from eating too much rabbit because they're pure protein? Really? And you know why they're protein? Why? Because they're vegetarians. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. That's good rabbit knowledge right there. Yes. From too Monica. much rabbit is too much protein. Okay. It's overkill. All right. I learned that from Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls. Yes. He's got good rabbit knowledge, too. <laughs> yes, he does. Okay. There you go. All have right, it. then. The occasional <laughs> rabbit is yes. okay. But if you're going on like a 100% rabbit diet, yeah. number one, your turds are going to be magnificent. Number two... Take it easy, because that'll lead to some other health problems. Too much protein, bros. All right, dudes. You guys ready for a little, uh, what are you looking at? Yes. You wacky kids. What are you looking at? I got a few movies in this week. They Live in the Gray. Has anybody watched this one? No. It's streaming on Shudder. Um, it is uh, very slow. Basically, what you have is a CPS uh, lady that's called to a school to look into the family of a, uh, a teenage girl who's showing signs of abuse. Once she looks into the case, she realizes that the house they live in is haunted. And it's like the presence that's fucking everything up and beating up on the kid. Hmm. And it, you get a healthy dose of uh, family drama in there and some drama on the side of the CPS lady. And um, I don't know why ghost movies always have to be an allegory for something else. 
these oh, days. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it become about halfway through the movie, it becomes very evident what the ghost is. Oh. And you're like, all right, you fuckers with your heavy handedness. You're kind of ruining the movie for me, but that's fine. Hmm. Uh, I watched that and I watched Hellbender from 2021. You guys seen mm. this? I think I have. Oh, is that the car movie? No. She hits a car and no. he follows her home? No. You're oh. thinking of Fender Bender. Oh, okay. Which was not very good. That was a that was a chiller original, Fender Bender. Oh. Hellbender is made by our favorite uh, horror family. You remember that movie, Soft for Digging? It was made by a family. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same family. Same family. Same okay. family did this one. This one is also streaming on Shudder. Very cool. Huh. Uh, very, again, with the esoteric and the stylized direction. Um, Toby Poser, the mom with the crazy mm-hmm. curly hair, she basically reprises the – I mean, it, it's, the same, it's the same location, the mm-hmm. upstate New York house. Um the, uh, the family is in it. The girl is now probably 19 or 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was like 11 or 12 in the first movies. Uh, dig, what was it? Software digging? or The deeper you the dig. The deeper you dig. dig. Yeah, now she's like in her 20s, and we've got like a whole witchcraft thing going on. Hmm. It's a pretty good show, and it's definitely worth watching. If you liked uh, The Deeper You Dig, you will definitely like Hellbender. Oh, okay. Definitely worth checking out. That's all I'm looking at this week. Monica's probably got about a novel's worth of movies to tell us about. I can't even remember. Okay, then <laughs> probably better that way. Anything you want to uh, regale us with, Monica? Anything standing out that we need to check out? Yes, I did get to watch the new Scream. Okay, what'd you think? And? Did you guys see it? Not no. yet. Oh. Go oh, ahead. Then. No, go ahead. I've already heard. Oh, God. It. Where do I start? I think... Like- if if you you gotta be into the screen <laughs> franchise to really appreciate, from what I hear, to appreciate this movie, I was never a big scream guy myself. I wasn't either. Is it is it true, Monica? I like the first one just because. That's of- it. That's 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 all you need to like. But I don't know how like Skeet went off to have like a child with somebody else other I than he- Nev Campbell, and I thought he died. Yeah, but in high school, apparently he impregnated some girl. Oh, okay. Yeah, he had yeah he had sex with somebody in high school. All right, okay. (laughs) And then that chick, yeah, see him. Yeah. If I look like him in high school, I'd be throwing the dick at everybody. I'd have seventeen kids. (laughs) I don't. All of them twenty five by now. (laughs) All of them screamers. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, I don't really want to say anything unless you guys are going to watch okay. it. Did yeah. you like it or not? No. Okay. Well, I can't get back two hours of my life. Okay. That's I, how I long it is. I really don't care if I see it or not. I'll, I mean, Scream 4 was terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got to be a step up from there. Right? No? Mm-mm. Okay. All right. There were so many fuck-ups. Like, okay, if you got stabbed seven times... Yeah. I'm going to stab you seven times, okay. and most of them is going to be in your back region. Okay. You're going to fucking get up and start walking around and shit? No, you're I don't not. Think so. Thank, no. you. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. There's that. So that's... Are we talking those little pocket knives? <laughs> yeah, I mean. No, we're talking a <laughs> big knife. No. <laughs> I just stabbed you seven times, and you only weigh like 80 pounds, little girl. I and mean, if Jason Voorhees you're... can do it, then maybe. I work out. You know, I go for runs and stuff. All right, that's it. So, 
Were you were you a fan of the first Scream? I liked the first one. Okay, that's the only mm-hmm. one I liked. All right. Yeah, and you didn't like this one. No. All right. No. That, that's what I needed to know, right? Because a lot of people that were really into the first Scream are kind of they're they're okay with this one. Um, I don't know. Man, I don't oh, know. I did check out a one movie. I enjoyed it. It was called For Those Who Walk Away. Hmm. I, I it's. I'm, you know, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything, but it was obviously made by like an Indian family because like the kid's name is like Boo Stewart or something. They have like Indian names and there's really only like four people in the whole movie, but it's, it starts off really slow where you're like, Oh my God, where are we going to get somewhere? But when they finally get to the house, yeah. kind of like the action starts. It wasn't bad. So is it like a haunted house situation? or Um, like a... Home invasion? No. Basically, she takes him to a haunted house, okay. but it's not a haunted house. Apparently, it's her childhood home okay. where somebody mm. is still in that home, oh. and you have to satisfy his appetite, oh. or he oh. will come after the two kids that used to live in the house. Okay. Wow. So, And then this guy just happens to be the victim on Tinder that <laughs> ended up on a date with her, and that's For now in the house. Tinder, man. <laughs> You're either going to get your dick sucked or chopped off. Yeah. Those are the only two options yeah. on right? Tinder. That's Depends one of those on two swipes. Nope. Oh, and I have been watching the Tommy and Pam. Oh, yeah? You like that? I love it. Of course you do. I That's l- still around? <laughs> no, this is like a docu-series. Yeah. Seth Rogen did about it. About the oh, wow. uh, release of the sex tape and yeah. all that. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Boat? Yeah. Yeah. And there's like dick and tits in this show. Oh, I'm like, oh my god, this is on Hulu. You had me a dick. <laughs> like, like <laughs> oh. And I just started binge watching. Uh, what is that? Ozark. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I heard good it's one. good. I, oh my I, god. I really like Ozark. Yeah. Did if you watched all the seasons? Mm-hmm. <gasps> I'm on season two, episode seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just binge. It's better. Every season is just. In two awesome. days, I binged the first season, and I'm all, like almost yeah. done with the and second. And still, no Game of Thrones. How dare you, <laughs> buddy? What do you got? Anything? Nope. Okay. Another busy <laughs> week for Buddy. Let's talk a little um, immersion therapy, if we could. Yeah. Immersion therapy. Did you guys get a chance to check out Dawn of the Beast? Yeah. What'd you think? Different. Loved it, man. It's like Evil Dead with a Sasquatch in the middle, right? Yeah. I thought it it was great. (laughs) Well, no, he comes in and out, sort of. Um, I'm probably going to have the writer on the show here in a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So if you have any questions for her, let me know. I thought it was a great show. Um, You basically have a bunch of knucklehead kids staying in a cabin. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're immediately beset by a killer Sasquatch. And then as they start poking around the cabin, barricading the place, they find the book, which alerts them to the Wendigo, which is also loose. Mm -hmm. And then we bring in a whole zombie um, demonic possession element, and it just blows the fuck up from there. Yeah. I really dug it. 
Mm-hmm. I'm into it. And the writer is a hot chick, so I'm going to definitely try to get her. <laughs> I've been talking to her on Instagram. She seems like she's ready to come on the show. Nice. And I'm going to maybe do some uh, push-ups or put some cologne on. <laughs> <laughs> No, she. It's, I'm definitely going to pick her brain about that. Definitely worth watching. It's streaming right now on Shudder if anybody wants to check it out. It's batshit crazy. I think you guys are going to love it. It's a fucking Sasquatch in the middle of an Evil Dead situation. What else yeah. do you want, man? Mm-hmm. Buddy, what do you got for us this week, dude? All right, this week let's check out 2022's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. After nearly 50 years of hiding, Leatherface returns to terrorize a group of idealistic young friends who accidentally disrupt his carefully shielded world in a remote Texas town. You'll find this gem on Netflix. Check it out, inmates. We will do the same and we can compare notes next week. But right now, we have to educate Miss Monica? No. No, no, I'm not ready. Okay, <laughs> we're going to educate me again then, I guess. <laughs> Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week. I am a pretentious dickbag at a uh, very fucking highfalutin dinner party. And wouldn't you know, this dinner party happens to be happening on the uh, same night as a comet is passing over, which is going to kill the power to the whole block and possibly the whole city. Good for us, though. The exact same dinner party is happening about three doors down with the exact same people, which means there's a duplicate of me down there talking to my duplicate wife, who I'm going to try to talk into having a threesome with my real wife and me, but my duplicate self might want to watch. And uh, my duplicate ex-girlfriend is here, and she's here with another guy, and I don't know how I feel about that. Good thing we've got different colored glow sticks to settle the whole situation. I am, of course, Coherence. Wow, that was mm-hmm. so many clues. I know, right? Oh, little, little on the head there, was I, with Coherence? Uh, kind of weird. Uh, I found out later, after we did the show, that the entire movie was improvised. So really? there was no script. The director would just hand each one of the actors notes, like, hey, your character wants to leave. And then, hey, your character doesn't want that guy to leave. Wow. And then he would just roll. Oh, that's cool. That is kind of yeah. cool. That's yeah. A, that's a new way That's of, the uh, best way to act. Uh, yeah. You know, as long as nobody gets too crazy with it or, you know, mm-hmm. sticks to the basic idea of mm-hmm. what's going on. Interesting. Yeah. Something. Hmm. That's how your movie should be. I mean, that's how they pretty much are because nobody bothers mm-hmm. reading the lines anyway. Yeah. Because uh, nobody can pronounce the words that you use. Yeah. Mephistopheles. Oh my I God. You. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who might I be this week, you ask? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I am a impoverished Wisconsin town circa 1865. Uh, bad news. This is the worst winter in recorded history. Even worse news, we've had an outbreak of diphtheria, which has caused the majority of the town's children to die off. Even worse, worse news, 
that has caused the majority of the parents of those children to go completely insane. Worse, worse, worse news. This is all uh, actual historic fact and taken from actual headlines, newspaper articles from the, the time frame. Who might I be, you ask? Tune in next week and I will clue you in, my friends. In the meantime, I think that's about going to do it for us. Thank you guys very much for uh, hanging with me and welcoming back Buddy and Miss Monica finally. Uh, we do have a Patreon campaign running. PaddedRoomPodcast.com is the place to go to find that link, along with any other information you need from us, about us, or any of our affiliate programs. Like, comment, subscribe, of course, wherever you found this show. That helps our visibility quite a bit. And in the meantime, join me or us or me and somebody or <laughs> I, at the very least i will be here next week with uh president evil from 2018 courtesy of that motherfucker carter burke on patreon in the meantime for buddy not in absentia miss monica also not in absentia giant rabbits uh weird eco horror situations naked vampires from outer space and the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye bye. Have a great week. Put my hands up, dance with the heat drop.